You're listening to the Electronic Media Collective Podcast Network. Yeah, it's a mouthful. For more great shows like the one you're about to enjoy, visit electronicmediacollective.com. And now, our feature presentation. Two things right off the bat. Number one, I'm a 35-year-old man, and I've never had allergies until this year. So if I sneeze and I don't catch it, I'm sorry. Number two, I apologize because for the third time in Movie Guys podcast history, I have walked out of the movie theater. I got an hour into this. This will be a good show. Eric, how the hell are you doing? I'm excited to talk about it, like now more than ever. Right. Go right. ahead. Go, go ahead. I won't. No. Yeah, let's let's talk about it. So, I mean, like, what, um, during one of our uh, specials, I think it was during our technical difficulties episode a few weeks ago, I, I told you, did you hear about what happened at the at the Cannes Film Festival? And you were shocked. I mean, yeah. people gave him a standing ovation. Yeah. So and it's already like, you're giving expectation to this movie. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, like you're you're thinking, oh my god, this is going to be something good. This could be something good. And then the reviews start coming out, and it's like, you know, this is pretty good. This is pretty good. But then something happened, Eric. Something happened to me, and that something was Jordan. Don't be subdued to the dark side. This is probably a Fast and Furious. This is a this is a Jurassic World for Eric. A Fast and Furious to me. It was. I don't know if I was in the right mood or not, but I watched the first showing at 11 o'clock in the morning, and nobody was in the theater until my buddies went later in the evening, and they said it was packed. So thank God I got I got like two or three people in the showing. And an hour into it, I was just like, my popcorn's gone. My sugary carbonated Pepsi's gone. Um, this is just male machismo. I'm bored. I'm bored. Um, I, I could not sit for another hour and a half. I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. Like I'm going into it with expectation. Uh, really, really, I am. And um, there were a lot of moments. I nodded off in this movie a few a few times. Mm. Um, but here's the thing: is that I, I had a long day. You know, we went at the evening, at Memorial Day. Uh, at the end, I had been out golfing all day, so I, I was I was tired, but I was still I had enough energy to go see the movie it was still up um but man that that story building part that that first hour just like you said that uh i'd say hour and a half probably of oh, all, it was, it was horrible. Uh, of all that of all that that story building it, it was it was long it was drawn out i i i could not get on board there were a few times i really did i wanted to lean over and and say like i think this is a bad movie Mm-hmm. Uh, I just because I, I couldn't get on board with anything, it just seemed like what whatever story point that they would hit in a scene, they stayed on that scene for for an extended amount of time, like a really long amount of time. Right. Some of these scenes were. Um, I'll give an example of uh, like a three minute scene of the goose nostalgia. Right. I, I, I get that, but it's like that was a bit l- long. And it was repeated, too. They did it a few different times. And for them to give Goose that acknowledgement, but to not give um, uh, Kelly McGinnis any is 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 kind of silly. Like, they, they respected a lot of the older characters, except for the few. It's like they it's a really a weird way that they did a lot of these things because they really just stayed on 
a few of these characters and ignored a few of the other ones. So that Goose one was a big one where they would, um, in his plane in Maverick's garage, uh, where he's fixing up old planes now because you know he's a he's an old pilot, and <laughs> it, it, well, he's got the board where it's all it's all just like of him and Goose. So it's just like I get what it's supposed to symbolize. I really do that he's not he's he's supposed to not have ever gotten over the the death of it. But it you're telling me like in thirty years nothing has happened in your goddamn life. It's bullshit. It that this is it and that you've been like this ghosted uncle uh for for goose's kid Meg ryan isn't in, in the movie no i just i'm laughing because it's dude okay so one thing i gotta tell you either a it could be a mixture eric i want your help either a we've been doing this show for so long and we've seen every type of movie that it's easy to predict a plot or b this movie is so vanilla that I predicted it before I even saw the trailer. Because remember, this movie was announced, and we saw like that first like um, um, a jet fighter porn uh, teaser trailer. Yeah, I was like, I remember. I don't know if I had a conversation with you about it because this this trailer came out two years ago. I remember talking to somebody about it, and I was like, oh, it's, he's probably you know like going to train the new Top Gun recruits, right? I mean, that that that's basic. So turned out to be true. So my point of that, the reason why I'm laughing is because they're going to throw away characters that don't make sense. Here's an idea. How about just don't do the movie? Because, spoiler here for the people, and Eric, spoiler for you, I never saw Top Gun before. I knew the songs, Take My Breath Away, Danger Zone. I knew the highlights, right? Where somebody has never seen Jaws before, but they know the highlights, right? So the day before I went to go see this in theaters, I saw Top Gun. No bag. <laughs> okay. I don't, I don't understand it. And, and, and I tell you, it's the same thing as this movie, Eric. That's why I want to talk about kind of both. Because if you're talking to a guy who saw Top Gun for the first time fresh, it starts out the same. It's just you got these credits. Then you got like 10, 15 minutes of just jet fighter porn that make no sense. That's what happens at the beginning of the first movie, right? And, the, and then you get a guy, um, whatever his name was in the first movie, who kind of like passes out and freaks out because of a dog fight. And Maverick is a total jerk in that movie. He uh, never learns his lesson. And I even say bullcrap when Goose dies in the movie because he continues afterwards. He has a little bit of a sulking moment, but then he goes back. And becomes friends with Iceman to defeat the bad guys. I mean, and 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 the love interest. Oh my God, she she she's a love interest. She was drier than the driest toast I've ever ate in my life. She was a horrible actress in that movie. Yeah. So yes, yes, you don't cast her. I said to I said to my wife numerous times, Eric, she's the lead. She's the love interest to this hunk of a man, Tom Cruise. She's not even pretty. It, it, to be honest. Uh, from that movie and especially after watching this movie having a a love story intertwined into to Maverick it does not help him at all it it really no. doesn't do anything for the character it doesn't i know what they're trying to do but i i think it's just kind of silly and you're right I, I i have to think about that maybe we've seen too many movies now we've been analyzing too many to really 
just be able to kind of call it like, is it spoiling movies for us now? It's, no, no, this movie was cheesy, man. This movie was corny. Like from from beginning until again about an hour and a half when it got into the the, the action, a, a lot of it just seemed overacted. It just seemed like the situations would would never be real situations no. in, in in any sort of anything. You're telling me that you have this this kind of maverick rogue pilot for thirty years who's been a liability, and you're keeping. I, I, uh, Okay. First of all, you're not even in the, the first of all, you're not even in the military that long. It's it's he's retirement age. Yeah, I, I'm not I, I'm not going to speak to it too much. I guess I don't know too much. <laughs> it, it doesn't make sense. Also, Eric, let's let's talk about something that I was kind of happy about just because of the way he looked. But other than that, yeah, uh, Miles Teller here. First of all, this is an actor that anything that he's in, I watch and I like him in. Like, I don't like War Dogs that much, but he was really good in War Dogs. Just as an example of a movie that I saw recently. Uh, he's playing Goose's son, looks just like Goose. Like it. Nostalgia. Okay, give me that for a few minutes and then let's let's move on. But no, no, you're right. We're going to have a renegade maverick <laughs> uh, pilot for 30 years who was to skip promotion, skip promotion, skip promotion, because he's so distraught of his friend Goose, it's bullcrap. And, and has I still, will... by the way, maintained to to, to uh, keep payroll. Right. I mean, I'm still still able to 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 eat off the taxpayers, if you will. I, look, I actually look, and this is not me being clever. I actually look at the first Top Gun movie kind of like as Maverick's the bad guy and Iceman's the good guy. Sure. Iceman, right off. The, I mean, Iceman, right off the bat in that first movie, is like. I don't like you because you're dangerous. Yeah, I wouldn't like him either. The dude's flying upside down, flipping off Russians. I wouldn't like him either. Right. So it's I just I just he's so arrogant. He's so cocky. So that's another reason why that I didn't why I went into this movie probably a little angrily, Eric, because I was so when you go to see a Tom Cruise movie, you're expecting to see the rise, the fall, and the rise again. We've reviewed a lot of Tom Cruise movies. But that Top Gun movie, he's so bland, and he doesn't change in this movie. Yeah, uh, he's the same. Yeah, and I get why they explain why. Just so people aren't yelling at us while they're listening to it, it's like I understand why he he dodges it. It's they they hammer it over and over again in this movie, just like they do everything else. They hammer it over and over again. Uh, but in this, he says that he dodges uh, the promotion because he wants to continue flying and. <laughs> Uh, again, to have someone be such a liability um, is silly to me, but to have him, especially someone as old as that, but whatever the hell. Uh, it's a movie. Let's enjoy it for the ride. But it, because of that, we get a lot of um, scenes where it's someone behind a, a monitor or behind a radar on a comm talking to Maverick going, that's impossible. You can't possibly do that. It happens multiple times in this movie where someone says, that's impossible, or he says, he can't do that, or he says, no one's ever done that before, or he's crazy. It, this, that thing. It, it happens multiple times in this, in this movie, and it, I'm, I'm bored of that. That's, right. that's the thing where I was just kind of like, okay, well, it's like, that's impossible. It's like, yeah, it's, it's, I already know this is gonna happen, you know. Like, 
that's where the eye roll comes in. It's just uh, I don't understand Eric the setup, you know, of everything. No, I'm I'm rambling now. No, we're both we're both rambling. I'm sorry, I was being rude. Here's the thing. This is one one thing I wanted to talk to you about. And again, I'm sorry, didn't mean to interrupt. But this is your standard male machismo movie, right? I mean, this is exactly what the audience is going for. What I mean by that is you and I love those kind of movies. Total Recall, Predator. I mean, geez, right? As just as an example. Wow, maybe, maybe Rambo. So I have a question for you. Why is it that you and I like a movie like Predator, where you got a bunch of team of Marines showing their guns, being chauvinist, and, and mulling down a, an alien? But we cannot turn our brains off and have fun with Maverick. What's the difference? You know, I actually did think about that, and it, as far as I wanted to say that it one's you know a lot more fantasy than the other. I also wanted to think that it's it's because this really did play out. I wondered a bit more. It's played out like a like an episode of GI Joe from when I was a kid. Oh, it, okay. You know what I mean? Where it, it had a group or a team of people, all likely uh, um, from different backgrounds, but you know, and and have their own little uh, edges against each other. You know, hey, hangman. You know, I don't like you. Well, rooster, I don't like you, man. You know, you're too cocky for me. Well, I'm gonna do my own thing. You know, the alpha versus the omega, constantly throughout this entire movie, but it still gives them reason to come back to center to to fight the common enemy and right yeah and, and then they come back and you know hey go joe we're doing it for justice for all you know we may not like each other up there but or down here but up there we're you know it it's we're all a team we're a family type yeah you could go fast and furious with with that part with that theme but it, that's how it played out. Everyone gets home safe, uh, just in time for dinner. Right, which is I just I'm I'm trying to say to compare it because I should love this movie because of the other movies that we love. I mean, this movie this movie has hit it out of the park. I mean, like COVID's still not over with people still a little iffy maybe about theaters. This movie was made for 170 million and it grossed 300 so far. Well, I let, mean, me, let me stop you right right there because I know that um, it is fun to, to really go off on uh, the bad parts of this movie because we and we haven't even got into it. Buddy, we can, we'll go into it um, if, if we have some time here but because there's a lot. But yes. uh, let's go into the, the better part of it is the reason why we're watching this is because of jet airplane porn, like flat out. And I was hesitant at the first this whole movie i'm just like ah, man this is not really anything but i say in i know you walked out and that's a damn shame because dude the last 45 minutes of this movie was a roller coaster it was oh it was, no i'm sure it was it was fantastic and i would say that it was worth it just just for that uh just just for that really uh it was but you know what the other thing is is that i'm watching it and really like all that part was, you know, eyes are open, edge of my seat, heart's pumping. It was, it, it was awesome, Jordan. I couldn't help but think to myself, this might be in like in the wrong spot. Like I could see people watching this in the in an OmniMax or like an Imagine or a IMAX type thing. But would this be better as like a theme park ride? It, like this movie might. It seems like it would. It played for like Universal Studios better than the silver screen. 
which is the problem. And I know that we were trying, I know that you said that we want to try to talk, talk about something positive, which I'm assuming you're going with the effects and the actual real stunts that they did. Look, I had buddies text me all night last night. I'm on a Stranger Things kick right now. I had buddies that went to go see it last night, text me about it, sending me pictures, wink, wink, you know, like, look mm -hmm. at this seat, you know. Um, it's, it's fine, but, but see, Eric, that's the problem, is that we're here to review a movie, not a theme park ride. And you just said this movie probably better as a theme park ride, and I totally agree with you. Like, it, look, what it was for me, I was by myself at 11 o'clock during the middle of the week on my week off for the holiday. I just think I was not in the right time, right, right place. You sure. know, if I was with buddies, if I went at night and I had a theater of people and everybody was going nuts, maybe I would have stayed. But it just it was boring for me. I mean, like, and you, you and I talked off air before about it. Val Kilmer. So let's let's talk about Val. I haven't seen Val Kilmer in yeah. years, right? Mm -hmm. And then what 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 streaming service? It doesn't matter, but streaming service had a documentary all about what's been going on with him. And that documentary series that he did, oh my god, what's going? He has throat cancer. Yeah, from smoking, I'm assuming. I didn't think it was, it may have been triggered from that, but either way. Okay, okay, so he does have throat cancer, right? Yeah. Right. I like how they covered up the hole in his neck with a scarf. Pretty much what I'm trying to say is that, I, I know that sounded douchey, but um, I, I was nervous when I heard that Val Kilmer was in it, and I was hoping they weren't going to do him dirty, and they did it. That's 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 praise for me. They did not do Val Kilmer dirty. I don't like that he is the head of the Pacific Fleet, but okay, all right, you know, um, it's fine. Maybe maybe he shouldn't be in charge of anything. Maybe he's at a nursing home. Apparently, the uh, parts where he spoke were com were computer imposed, and later on, I after, believe that. after effect. I believe that. What did you feel? Uh, did we need Iceman back in this movie? Oh no, I I I thought it was kind of silly how uh, the the scene was was it had its purpose. I think uh, it was fine of how it was. I would have like maybe had to have liked Val wearing a, his like a uniform or officer's jacket or something, right? His admiral jacket just to show his his status, right? But it's it was fine. I I enjoyed it. I I feel that it added to uh, the nostalgia of it. It was great. Uh, I shouldn't say great. It was it was as expected. You, you they know, didn't do him dirty. That's no, what I was after. No, they 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 really didn't. And I think it, it was respectful for everyone involved. It was it was good. He got good good camera time on there. And yeah, I I think they did the character well too. So um, not only did I say in the first movie that the love interest was not a good love interest, you don't cast Jennifer Connelly as a love interest either, right? I mean, why not? It's if you're the, uh, the older Jennifer Connelly, yes. Younger Jennifer Connelly, probably not. But no, I mean, record for a dream. That's where I always will know her from. You not not from Labyrinth? No, no, no. I will always remember for Requiem. Remember, I'm not a I'm not a fantasy kind of guy, so. Sure, sure. Uh, she plays Penny, who her um, parts in the first movie were all but maybe two lines of dialogue right. uh, of mention, not even of her, of right. other characters mentioning her existence. Um, 
sorry. I just thought of in the first movie the gratuitous shirtless volleyball scene for no reason. Um, you, you ask why, and that's why, Jordan, is because it's still in your head days after seeing it. Well, here's my question. Is this movie – okay, go with me here. This movie – I'm not trying to be weird here, but go with me. Down volleyball this, lane here? Okay. Is this movie – the first one and this movie. Is this movie supposed to be a guy movie? Or is yeah. this supposed to be a movie for the ladies? Because a guy movie is supposed to be, you know, jet plane, stereotypically, jet plane porn, awesome characters, and then you get girls playing volleyball. But, I mean, we get shirtless men in the first movie playing do you, volleyball. Do you so not understand the code yet, man? Like th these types of movies have to appeal for for everybody. Much like uh, kind of the South Park did the musicals uh, thing. Right. This kind of has the same opposite, you know, uh, flipped effect for this. Is like, yeah, your guys are going to see it for the explosions, for the for the the action and the shooting and the you know the missiles and everything else. But there's going to be something else for the other side right you gotta keep okay something you know there's a reason why you know you, you have paul walker it... driving the car here okay fine valid valid was there any gratuitous shirtless men volleyball scenes after i walked out there was a a very dumb love making scene in this movie with who with uh jennifer conley and um Oh, with Maverick oh, and, and Penny. It was. Oh. It wasn't even like that. It. Was, I guess they'll call it love making. It was more of like an embrace, or I don't know, just a scene where they would like do pillow talk with his shirt off because I guess that's Maverick now. He's older, and so he knows how to do pillow talk. He still doesn't respect women, but no, yeah, he's he's dude. I he'll still do what he wants to do. They he makes I, that very apparent uh, in the rest of the movie. Yeah. No. I, I'm I'm stammering, Eric, because I, I keep on going back to the first one because again, not knowing what Top Gun was, and I watch it for the first time, I was upset because this guy's supposed to be the hero. He is the Vin Diesel of the franchise. He's the guy you're supposed to be rooting for. And I didn't want to go see this movie, Eric, because I didn't like him. He was a chauvinist, he was a showman could do no wrong. I really don't think Goose's death affected him that much. Maybe Tom Cruise didn't portray it well in the first movie, but I just, it's, it's so me not liking a guy and going to see him again was something that just did not appeal to me. So just, just real quick, cause we can explain the plot of this very quickly. And really this is what I mean by, um, when I, go through quickly and I explain this is what I mean by of like it being a TV episode of G.I. Joe because it really just sounds uh, like that. Uh, Maverick is a test pilot. Um, he gets called up because uh, John Hamm, who plays the typical uh, oh wait, it was Ed Harris first uh, and then it was John Hamm playing um, Johnny No You Can't uh, Johnny the, No You Can't Yeah <laughs> behind the desk right you that know just funny. like why did we bring you in here you know it's just like that, that you think but that's who they are right it's, it's just the the typical uh suit and tie that says what you can and cannot do uh whatever maverick's gonna do what he eh, Jesus, he just doesn't listen to anybody no uh, he's brought in to teach to teach uh the best of the best of the best sir with honors and uh, for a secret mission um, for a no-name enemy 
that has a nuclear uh, center silo uh, facility uh, in the middle of a uh, crater or crevasse, right? Uh, in, in like a mountain. Mm -hmm. And Mavericks had to come in, train some pilots to go in there for a special patterned mission, a special uh, route that has to be low radar, uh, bomb it, and then they get out. But whoa, not all the pilots get along. And so Mavericks got to teach these guys not only to fly, but also how to be a team. And um, and then that's I think that's it. I, I think I got it right there. Actually. No, yeah, I mean, yeah. That again, that's why I walked out. That that's why like that's why I walk out of Fast and Furious movies, Eric. I mean, like I'm sorry, and I don't know if if you think I'm being a little too hard or being a little ridiculous in my review. I don't know if our fans are being annoyed by me, but for people who are listening to this review, um, so far. And you have seen the movie, you have not seen the movie, understand this movie does absolutely nothing. And, and maybe, again, maybe I was just in the wrong place at the wrong time to see it, uh, but this movie doesn't add anything. You would think after what? The first movie came out in 86? You would think after 30-plus years, 36 years, that they would figure out a plot. They would do something different with it. They would make Maverick not so much a, well, pun intended, a Maverick. Yeah. You know, but no, it, it's 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 literally, um, well, it's it's kind of Terminator Two, but in a bad way. It's the same movie just redone. It this is yeah. It, it, the only yeah, and the only big obstacle I have I see out of these characters is I and and what I can only see is some sort of resemblance of growth is that Maverick is still having a watchful guardian eye thinking that he has to watch over rooster goose's son mm -hmm. uh, because he feels bad for the death of of goose rooster says dude don't worry about it i got it uh and kind of like a very paternal act uh mavericks just kind of like has to let let rooster fly type of thing do his own thing take some of the mission they do their whatever the hell and then they come back everyone lives no one dies. Right. No one uh, dies in this one, which and, they needed, though. Yeah, like something to, to make it seem like there was worth, you know, uh, something serious to, worth losing here. Um, so that's what I thought, <laughs> because they had to pick two different teams, and the first one they picked were was like the minority team. I thought, oh, man, dude, if they kill them, like then they're not going to hear the end of it on this online. <laughs> right? Like, I mean, like, again, it's just um, another thing that I kind of rolled my eyes and groaned of, excuse me, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, was, um, again, his father's name is Goose. Here's the writer's room. All right, we're going to have the son of Goose. What other bird-like creature that's tough? Oh, a rooster. Yep. Keep yeah, it with feathers, it, yep. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, the plot for this, if anybody's a fan of Key and Peele, this reminds me of the skit when one of the guys pitched the idea for Gremlins 2. Like, yeah. it, it, it's, 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 it's so insulting. I mean, again, for me, Eric, I know we typically do a little things different, but I walked out an hour into it. I just, I, I couldn't handle it. It was not, it was not right for me. Well, no, just, the other uh, thing is, um, 
how all of the, of the doer people were, were introduced. Um, and <coughs> this is a part where, uh, let's see, Tom Cruise, uh, where Maverick um, is being reacclimated. So he gets called up and goes to North Island, back back home, back to the first movie, and goes to the bar, meets Jennifer Conley, and rekindles that thing. Uh, Penny is her name again. Uh, and as he's sitting at the bar, he gets to watch the new class of Top Gun walk in, and, and they're all playing pool. And this, uh, to me, I I don't want to, I don't know, I feel like it's so insulting when I call it lazy writing, but it it's what it is, where every character walks in, and they have another character introduce them, and then they give the synapses of them, you know? So if I were to, Jordan, if you were to walk into the room, I'd be playing pool, and be like, oh, hey, Jordan, hey, it's Mr. Top of his class, everything has to be right, Jordan, you know? Right. Kind of just like then you walk in and let's say someone else walks in, like oh hey it's Johnny Mister Always Late and Never Takes It Seriously Johnny type of thing. And it's just like really like that's that's how you're going to do this for all these characters is you might as well just have them wear t-shirts. But uh, that, that is a lazy writing. You're right. It is lazy writing. It's yeah. totally lazy writing. Yeah, it, it just seemed just kind of it just seemed very uh, corny to me. No, it is very lazy writing because because what makes a good story is that you, the audience, needs to figure things out yourself. You can't be told what's going on. I don't think the writers think anything of it. I mean, like, I, I am, I am tiptoeing right now on the line of being offensive, so I'm not going to talk that. If we recorded this later on, maybe I would. But uh, I just, I'm very upset with the writers. I'm very upset with the studio. I'm tired of this trend, and unfortunately, because this movie made bank, uh, they're going to continue this trend. Let's rehash things 30, almost 40 years ago to make the boomers happy. And yeah. I just, I just, I just, I just don't, I mean, kudos to them. I hope this trend happens when we're their age, because maybe then we'll get a, you know, a, a great live action Rugrats movie for $170 million, don't I you guess, right? say that and, and I, I don't know by the way can i just say just real quick I, i've seen a lot of these reviews on, online and when you say that, that this is a definitely a boomer movie because i I've, I've seen for some reason and this may just be because i've only recently seen it it might not be a real argument but them arguing about uh, like like oh this is how you do a movie this is you know not like those marvel movies and would it be like are you seriously comparing this to to the, the they're both theme park rides it, they're, they're seriously saying that oh my god yeah they're they're trying to be like, this is what movies were like and um it, it's just like they're I, I i have a hard time trying to to separate the two it's you know story-wise one has a lot more of a story but then they also have 30 plus more movies but it's it's the same action it's the same it's the same kind of virtual reality 3d goggles glasses uh, uh action no, actually, Eric, you're 100% right on that. And I will say this to say my piece on that. When you get, when I say it's a boomer movie and you just told me what you did, it upsets me. And I'll explain why it upsets me. This kind of goes to my review. I might be this, reaching in that argument, by the way. Maybe, but, I, 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 but, but allow me to react to what you said, and which is, that's my frustration, especially with movies nowadays, is that you get these group of people, boomers, Gen X, millennials, doesn't matter. But you get a group of people that are like, saying, no, this new school of movie, no. Having bland toast characters, having cool action scenes and explosions for no reason, that's a movie. Your, your billion-dollar grossing Marvel movies, that's not a movie. Well, 
Unfortunately, you're wrong. But thank you so much for sh- thank you so much for playing. You are the weakest link. See you later. Like I just, I just it's so frustrating to me. Well, I think we just we're, we're at this new dawn where we need to recognize the difference between a movie and a film. There are there are many different uh, types of of cinema out there, and there are some that's right here. You know, the action packed uh, with a punch. Don't don't worry about it. Just sit down and buckle up and. It have a good time, and then there are other ones where it's like, "Hey, listen, you know, no, no talking, no lights. We're we're sitting here to think. We're we're talking about, uh, you know, a topic here. We're we're getting into it. Uh, I I think there's a difference between the two, and there's an art to to both. It it takes a skill to, uh, especially for this movie, because there's a lot of fast moving, uh, and a lot of, uh quick turns in this for the action scene too. So you are bat- battling with a challenge that uh, is don't get the viewer sick. Yeah. yeah. Because it's happening a lot. Also, you have to keep the viewer uh, interested as well too because they're not going to be able to see these these hills and mountains and know what the hell is going on. They don't know uh, you know what altitudes and you know the the meter reads of of the uh, that's inside these huds uh, inside the jets like they don't know so it's everything's gonna be fast moving and um, also you have to have dialogue in there too between the uh, between the pilots and that's got to be a lot as as well um, so it's a lot of things happening at once it takes it's it's you know it takes a skill to do you can't do that just uh, or not any just anyone can do that, I mean. Right. Well, okay, how about this? We've we've rambled on a bit here, so let's go ahead and get our popcorn ratings for this. Eric, I'm just I'm gonna go ahead and go first. Go ahead. Make it quick. I will I am broken because it's like I I feel like I have to give a no bag because of the walkout. But then I feel like that's not fair, right? But then it's like, but you also walked out. How about this? I will do it a justice. I'll give it a small. Because I just don't think that I was in the right mind frame of seeing the movie, which is totally my fault. I will just admit that right there for my review. It's my fault. I needed to be in a better mood for this movie. Um, it just didn't work for me. Um, this is a theme park ride. Um, and this, unfortunately, is a theme park ride that I don't want to go on. I know everybody loves it, but it's just not that good to me. Don't like it. Um, I think Tom Cruise needs to Bruce Willis this. And not in a bad way, and just retire. You're done. Stop it. I can't believe you're making part one and part two Mission Impossible. No, you're done. I mean, like, he he has not made anything good for years. This reminds me of The Mummy that he did a few years ago. Yeah. Like, just bland, 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 bland. It adds nothing to the franchise, if you will. Um, it adds nothing to me. It's fine. It's fine. I probably, when it's streaming, watch it in its entirety. Maybe I'll be in a better mood. Uh, but for me, it was cool to see Val Kilmer. I kind of have a little bit of a love affair with him because of that documentary. But other than that, bland, don't like it. I will give it a small. So, Eric, what is your popcorn rating for Top Gun Maverick? I, I, I'm at the same pedal as you. I, I really want to just, like, shit on this movie so bad and just say, like, a no bad. Like, there are so many parts that just seemed... No, uh, the character Amelia, who is Penny's daughter, didn't uh, useless character. Mm-hmm. No, no way does she need to be in this movie at all. Penny herself didn't need to be in this movie uh, at, at all. 
um, but she's there because of another famous face. Um, half the pilots in this movie weren't needed. Uh, uh, John Hamm, I don't think would argue, was probably not even needed as well. Uh, there were a lot of things that didn't need to, to happen in this movie because they were done already. Um, and what I mean by that is um, any growth that you wanted out of the love story, out of uh, Maverick and Penny, you could have achieved between him and Rooster. That was the that was his his uh, obstacle, was, and you established that early on in the movie. Not the love interest, not the him battling uh, or, or something internal with himself. Um, that's silly. Uh, you laid out the conflict uh, and you gave uh, the plot to overcome his conflict in that he has to teach the son. Why not make that the focus? And then you put in this this um, this love story with a daughter that, again, has no purpose. It doesn't um, take away from any of the characters, uh, Rooster especially, because they're not even involved other than them going to the same bar. Um, it, it just seems like a lot of these people were just there just for the paycheck of it, um, again, uh, the story was just was just bad. Like all parts of it, the military moved up a three week special training to oh now you have one week to do it and it has to be done and just like we have no other way. Also, we're gonna send all this this barrage of missiles that will they will hit their target, but um, we have to send you guys instead. I know they they made mention of it earlier, but just like why couldn't you? All right. I'm, I'm Here, gonna... What's your popcorn rating? Uh, the fighting was the only good part of this movie. It's flat out. And I, I'm debating if I want to give it a, a smaller medium just because of that. Because uh, I would definitely rewatch the scenes of that. It was really cool. But I don't know, man. Like a, I guess a small. I, I'm not right. going to watch this movie ever again uh, unless I, I'll watch the clips of it. Um, but just that fighter part of it, that that it was really cool. There was a part in this where like they were fighting against the, this, these new, the enemy, you know, the next gen uh, mm -hmm. fighter things uh, versus like the old F, uh, F-16s or F-14s. And there was a part where like one of the planes did like this weird aerial maneuver to, to get out of uh, uh, lock of the missile that was coming at it. It was really, the whole theater, like you could hear it, you know, Right. React, and then when that happens, it's uh, I think it's always really cool. Um, so well, that, it was an experience. It really was like a, a Dolby sound sounds amazing in in a big theater. Um, so yeah, so I got that experience, but that's all I got out of this movie. Fair enough. Well, a small bag for me, a small bag for Eric, and next week we'll come back with some things that I want to talk about, but we don't have time to. But Eric, there are a few things that I hate about you. One would say 10 things that I hate about you. Oh, man. Mm. <laughs> Wait, it's just... <laughs> the Sphinx is riddles. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, so much for listening to this most recent episode of Movie Guys Podcast. We hope you guys enjoyed the review. This was a little bit of a different one because, well, Jordan was a jerk and walked out. But I hope everybody who's listening understands why. If you like this movie, good for you. If you don't, and you're like me and maybe a little bit of Eric here, then I understand too. No big deal. But thank you so much for listening. Make sure to download us on wherever you get your podcast from. And thank you so much for downloading. And we'll be back next week for another awesome episode. Have a good night.